I'm pretty open to developments in the world of technology. In fact, often you and I, when we have disagreements and debates, it's about advancements in technology and whether they're benefiting or hurting the human race. I reckon we might be on a unity ticket on this one. According to The Australian this morning, front page of The Australian, Google has been granted a patent that seeks to partly automate parenting. (laughs) So how did this work? It monitors where children are in the family home, what they're doing, what they're eating and saying. And you think, well, hang on, how does it do that? Um, you, you might come up with rules in your household for things you, the kids can't, can and can't do. Like keep out of the bathroom. Yeah. So you could use geolocation to have a ping that would let you know that the kids were in the bathroom exactly playing with right. shaving cream or something. So you, as a parent, would receive an alert uh, if rules are broken, like junk foods being eaten. Swear words, because of course you've got Google Home and, and these sorts of devices that are always listening now. Child swears, it detects the voice, you get told. Jeez, what a hellish existence it'll be for children. Anyway, there's some concerns too about privacy because suddenly, as we know, the more information that's learned about us, targeted advertising, products, oh, yeah. and in more nefariously, health insurance and all sorts of things suddenly come into play. Dr. Uh, Sasha, uh, oh, I'm going to butcher your name, Dr. Sorry. In fact, you Quite tell right. us, how do you, how do you say your last name? Molotorist. Molotoris. Molotoris. Easier than it looks. Ah, it is actually. It is. Dr. Sasha Molotoris, thanks for joining us. What no do you worries. make of this this technology? And we should declare at the outset, it's a patent before at this point in time. Exactly. Look, um, I thought your summary then was, was really spot on. Yeah, there are things to be concerned about. I mean, we're talking about um, digital assistants and voice assistants. So in your home, things like, uh, you know, Google Home and Alexa and um, Siri and all, all these uh, systems that many people now have, uh, you know, a minority of people, but kind of the numbers growing, um, and uh, they're playing an increasingly central part in people's lives. And and so, from my perspective, so what I think about really is the ethics of privacy. That's kind of my specialty, and and I think about you know what what does this mean? And and definitely there are some concerns, and including those ones you raised about about parenting. You know, so in that case, we're talking about the data of kids that's kind of being accumulated by these home assistants. Um, but also, like, it's the relationship between those kids and their parents yeah. that is being really significantly affected. And mm. that's kind of this, that when we're talking about privacy in a broader sense, that's what, what we're getting into. I, I think the thing that concerns me the most as a father of four, Sasha, is the, the idea that it, it, it confirms the continuing deterioration in face-to-face human interaction and you know we often talk now about seeing people at the local coffee shop or indeed families sitting around the dinner table yeah and a lot of people never have their phones away from them but now it's like you're you're even outsourcing the rulemaking part of parenting Mm. to an algorithm look i i couldn't agree more first point is you know let's not be alarmist about this sort of technology this is kind of a, a logical extension you know and it's not just about sort of outsourcing or automating parenting this is a a larger kind of trend here that we're seeing to tech, right, and to tech playing this central part in our lives. And there will definitely be convenience and all these sort of benefits that come from it. Having said that, I think there are real important issues to think about here. And, and privacy, in a sense, is, is kind of almost misleading, and it's a, a term that people get hung up on. We are talking about face-to-face relationships with people. So to my, to, to the way I think about this is we, we think of, uh, a voice assistant coming into the home and it's listening in on conversations 
um, in an attempt to get to know the people in that household better, right? To sort of understand mm. how their emotions work, uh, what sort of books they like, all these sorts of details, right? And as a result of those, um, quite a, a detailed profile of the individuals in that house can be built up, you know, for obvious sort of um, purposes of selling stuff to them, right? Um, but as that happens, there's this kind of increasing role that tech is playing in our lives, and I think you're spot on. That is having a big impact on how we relate to each other. And one of those impacts is that we kind of rely on this technology to monitor each other, to put each other under surveillance. You know, parents putting their kids under surveillance and feeling, as a result, their kids will be safer. I'm not always sure that's right. You know, how are kids going to grow up without learning independence and learning to live yeah. taking responsibility yeah. without being under surveillance? Mm. Great explanation. Dr. Sasha mm. Molotoritz, thanks for your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I mean, it could have some positive benefits. Like if kids say, look, like, Dad, I need $20. I'm going to go to the movies. So ask Google. It's like, computer says no. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the doctor from the University of Technology, Sydney there. It makes obsolete the concept of trust suddenly, doesn't it? Like if there is a social utility for the idea of trust, if, if everything is being it's monitored. Appalling. It is an appalling idea and it just shows the extent to which we are just losing touch with each other as human beings. I hate every single thing what about, about it. What about this component? And this is a, an element of the, the patent, but not pertaining to children necessarily, one for potentially parents or people that are trying to lose weight. So you say, you know, I'm on a diet and you program it into the computer and then suddenly you go to the fridge and... I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. You can't get into the <laughs> fridge to have a snack. See, alternately, to make things go full circle. Back I mean, I don't know if Hal's with... the one who tells you, but something happens, presumably. Well, we caught up with Choice Magazine earlier about the dud products of 2019. Maybe if you're worried about eating too much, you could just buy one of those fridges from Ikea, and that way, whenever you open the door, you find all the food is rotten. Exactly right. So then maybe maybe Ikea were ahead of the curve. Lose weight now, ask me how. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ask Ikea how. Exactly right.